0: This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton,
1: originally airing on Sirius XM.
2: From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School,
1: this is Dr. Dawn
3: on Careers.
0: Welcome to Dr. Don on Careers on SiriusXM 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and I lead career coaching for the Executive MBAs here at the Wharton School. I'm also a licensed psychologist, former corporate recruiter, and author of the book Switchers: How Smart Professionals Change Careers and Seize Success. We're excited to be bringing you all new content this month on Dr. Dawn on Careers, but we're especially excited for today's show because it's our five-year anniversary. Holy cow, it's hard to believe we've been on air helping people all over the U.S. and Canada with their careers every week since August of 2015. But here we are. So for those of you who've been with us over the years, we thank you so much for your support. And for those who recently discovered the show, welcome. We're really happy you found us. And today, as a special celebration, I invited back some of our frequent guests to share what aspects of careers they're currently helping clients with now, and also to share their best tips, advice, and resources with you to manage your job search or career in the age of COVID-19. This show has gone through a lot of changes over the years, but for all the changes, one thing has remained core to Dr. Dawn on Careers. We're here every week to help our listeners navigate the hurdles to land your dream job and plan ahead to be as successful as possible in your next career steps. Through the talented team at SiriusXM, who will be joining us in a bit, to the many expert guests who share their time and insider secrets on air, it's been my absolute privilege to be here every week taking your calls as your personal career coach. So thank you for sharing your stories, playing along with our pre-break quizzes, and introducing others to the show. I'm so grateful to be here on Dr. Dawn on Careers on SiriusXM 132. And you know that I often share that this is the best hour of my week. So let's dive in with today's first guest. And not only is she today's first guest, but she was the very first guest on the show ever. And that was on our go live date back on Monday, August 10th of 2015. Julie Cohen is a nationally recognized authority on leadership development, career management, and work-life balance. She's also the CEO and founder of Work Life Leader. Her guidance can be found in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, Time and Money, as well as her fabulous book, Your Work, Your Life, Your Way, Seven Keys to Work-Life Balance. A serial entrepreneur, Julie has built three successful businesses, and I'm so honored that she's been a colleague, mentor, and friend to me for the last 13 years. So first, Julie, welcome back to the show, and thank you for helping celebrate my anniversary show here. Since you were on my very first day, which many don't know this, but at the time the show was not even a standard on the channel. It was a six show special live edition on national radio. So you know how nervous I was. Do you recall how you helped calm my nerves? You gave me a saying to repeat over and
4: over to to get kind of my vocal cords warmed up and set to go. Yes, I do, Don. I remember us walking around. I was—we were talking, and giving you some extra exercises to to calm your nerves and to really get you focused on presenting your most amazing self, which you obviously did.
0: So, yeah, we—you gave me a saying to say over and over, and I'm so glad you remembered it because I totally have forgotten it. But it was—I
4: just remember saying it over and over in my head. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. So this this is actually an exercise that um, we teach when when I do work around executive presence to help people use their mouth to their fullest and to their, you know, and speak well. And you repeated the words Peggy Babcock. I think we had you do it five times, but it really stretches out your mouth and gets the muscles of your mouth um, warmed up. So you speak better, you don't stutter. Uh, And I remember you doing that with me um, as you were getting ready to, to go live. Yeah, so I so I thank you and I credit you for helping me get through that
0: that six special live audition because here we are five years later. And um, you know, for any of you out there who have something nerve-wracking coming up, all of these these little exercises, they do help. So remember those. And, and Julie, you've been on the show several times offering stellar advice to guests. And what I love about partnering with you is that you're able to focus both on the tactical, technical sides of career and job search, but you also balance that by offering advice that addresses a more holistic perspective and, you know, specifically around leadership. So can you tell us a little bit about the work you're doing today? Because I think it's so important, especially in the economic environment we're in right now.
4: Yeah, well, the, the work I'm doing now is is continuing to build on, on my core philosophy, which I call holistic leadership development, in that um, each person and professional needs to take care of all facets of their effectiveness and satisfaction so they need to be a great professional know how to do their job well they need to be a great leader how do they you know facilitate results and develop other people and they need to be fully satisfied not maybe not fully but they need to be satisfied with with the work as well as their their life so when they come to work and show up um they're their best Best selves, both professionally and personally. So that's where I focus with my company, work life leader.
0: And I think one of the things that you know a lot of people are, are thinking about right now, especially when it comes to their careers, or you know some people are in a job search, is you know what can I be doing now, and, and what did, did what I do, what I was doing last year, is that what I should be doing to help advance my career, or are there other things I should be focusing on since things have changed so much in the last six months?
4: Well, I think in, in, you know, current time navigating, you know, career and job search during a pandemic, um, it really ties back to some of the stuff I'm talking about, about holistic development. And it's really taking care of yourself while you're managing, you know, whether it's your current job and doing it well or a job search. Um, because the, the, the world of work and all of our lives have been turned upside down. So, so it may seem counterintuitive to make sure you're sleeping well and eating well and um, are connecting with your friends and family while you're looking for your job search or while you're doing your job. But um, the more energy you have to sustain this, this, this world that's upside down, the, the more effective you'll be in it.
0: I agree with you, and one of the things that I see a lot is that when somebody 's in a job search they they kind of shut down and they 're isolated, and maybe even there 's some some embarrassment around that and when friends or family ask hey how 's your job search going? they kind of change the subject, and I think that 's actually one of the worst things that we could do because here are people who are invested and may be able to help you so i don 't know if, if what you 're saying actually made me think of that because I think You're exactly saying the opposite. Is you need to reach out, you need to ask for help, and I think in our environment right now, Julie, people are looking for ways to help.
4: Yeah, and and again, I think that echoes that that outreach, those connections, um, those communications serve you both professionally and personally. Honestly, they do that. They do it pandemic or not, but I think it's heightened even more now in that we don't have some of those easy face to face conversations bumping into people you know in your neighborhood or you know if you're at work you know talking to to folks in the hallway where you can find out about new things that are going on or new job opportunities or new leadership opportunities so it's it's even more critical now so so as we're kind of
0: winding down what's one piece of advice or one resource you'd recommend for people who are are trying to manage their careers now and, and, you know, thinking about the future of work and where we're headed as an economy?
4: Yeah, well, um, it's hard to just do one, so I'm going to just share a couple things. So I think the most important resource building on what we just talked about is your network and um, not letting it go stagnant. So staying in touch with folks um, that you know and, and, having people connect you and talking to other people that you don't know, whether again, whether it's job search or leadership development. So so your network is is a critical resource now, as well as building a couple skills. And this is more tied into the future of work and getting comfort comfortable with change, disruption is really critical. And that's you build you need to be building your agility muscles, your adaptability muscles. Your flexibility muscles, and you need to be role modeling it to people you work, so people can see that you can, um, you know, switch on a dime, adapt as the world continues to to change. Um, so, uh, those two: network and flexibility and adaptability skills.
0: Yeah, I think those two things, if you do those two things well, you're going to be set up in a good spot for the future. So Julie, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad you shared that piece of, uh, you know, the story about getting ready for this show, because one of the things that I always go back to is that we have to take risks. We have to do things that make us uncomfortable, that make us nervous. And when we're doing those things, we can lean on our, our friends and colleagues for support. And I just am so thankful that, that you were there that first day and have continued to be there and um, we've worked together. So, so how can people reach you or follow you?
4: Yeah, so if people want to reach me directly, they can always go through my website, uh, worklifeleader.com, or email me directly, julie at worklifeleader. And I'm available on all social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And um, you know, it's always good to connect with leaders and professionals uh, all over the world. Julia, you are a true leader in this space.
0: Everybody should follow your work, and I hope they do. And thank you again, again, not only for the fantastic advice you give on this show, Dr. Dawn on careers, but also for the ways you've definitely supported me in my career and all the people you help every day in theirs. Well, thank you, Dawn. It's an honor. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on SiriusXM XM, channel 132. And this is our five year anniversary show where we're bringing back several of our regularly featured expert guests to share their best career and job search tips for what's currently happening in today's market. So if you're new to the show, welcome. We're very happy you found us. You can find over 200 of our past episodes on iTunes and Google Play by subscribing to Dr. Don on Careers or following me on Twitter at Dr. Don Graham. If you're a long time listener, we very much appreciate your ongoing support. And speaking of veteran listeners and just Overall fun and positive people. I'm excited to welcome my next guest Bob Courtright. Bob is president of Courtright and Associates, Inc., a retained executive search consulting business development and outplacement firm located in Scranton, PA, and founded in 1989. He created and co-teaches Intentional Networking, a course designed to help people network more effectively for business and personal success. With 31 years in search and outplacement, Bob brings a wealth of knowledge to the topics of career and job search, so I'm so excited to welcome Bob, because Bob, you may be one of the show's very first regular followers, and I would love for you to share how you became a guest on Dr. Don on Careers.
2: Uh, thank you, Don. Yeah, I'll be happy to do that. Uh, I remember I was in my car, and I think I was driving to my, my son's house, and, and I had Sirius on, I thought, well, let me try a few different channels, and I, uh, it was Thursday at noon or somewhere around there, and I, I, I saw this, it says... Uh, career talk with Dr. Don Graham I said, well, that's interesting. Let me listen. And so I listened for a couple minutes. I, boy, this is, this is right where I live. This is exactly the things I do. And I had never done it before, but I said, I'm going to call in. And so I actually called in and I think Michelle got the, the, uh, this is Bob from Scranton, you know, got the, got the call. And then we talked a little bit and, um, it, t- it took off from there.
0: Yeah. And from that, it snowballed because you you called back a couple of times. And, and what I remember about uh, you, you, you sometimes ask questions, but a lot of times you use your recruiting advice to add to the topic that we were talking about, which I so appreciated. And, uh, you know, after a little bit, I'm like, you know, we should have Bob on the show because he's got all of this, this- Uh, recruiting experience and he really knows what he's talking about. And from that, from bringing you on the show, it kind of catapulted to several other guests. We have Kelly Hoey. We, um, you know, you introduced us to Bill and Katie Leonard who came on the show. Marty uh, was another person who was on the show. So all of these things. And I love that, that you, you know, this networking and action, you preach what you live and you live what you preach. So, so it was really great for, um, for that and now five years later, we're on the anniversary show. So I wanna, I wanna thank you for that. And, and one of the shows you've been on, you've been on a few times, but you may remember a few years ago, you were part of our Switchers special. And we talked about a lot of different career switches, like a transition after incarceration, returning to the workforce after an extended absence, military to civilian transitions. And you shared some great advice about second act careers for those who maybe were considering retirement. So considering our current environment right now, Bob, what is some of your advice around job search and career for individuals in this population?
2: Well, I think, as you and I talk all the time, it's always about networking. And when people are in that second act, um, and, and really, even when they're looking for a job, uh, regardless of the time, it's, I think it's very important to look at current and past colleagues and, in a way, not create the wheel. This is what I know. This is what I do. So why not go to the network that I know best and talk to them and see what they think and what suggestions they may offer? So... Uh, it was interesting when we first talked about that, I thought, oh, well, do I know anything about this? And, and I did some research and I was floored that how many people I knew that were in that, that second act. Uh, and today, you know, obviously, but every day is different. So to obviously the world we live in now is different, but it still boils down to utilizing that network. It may be more online. God forbid we talk to each other on the phone. I know if you're under 35, that's not allowed. Uh, you know, the phone is for other things, but um, <laughs> you, you you still can utilize that. And one of, the, one of my feelings in the subject is that we're not maybe out of our offices as much. So maybe we're at home work doing whatever. We may be spending more time on LinkedIn and some other sites than we may have been if we were working on, on site. So the key is just to utilize that network, get to the people you know best, and um, I always think in terms of my younger son this way. He's he's always been able to get jobs and without looking for them. It's because he was always properly networked. People like what he did and they suggested him for various things. So with people in a second act, really anyone, if you can go to that network, the people that know you, know what you do, know you best. They're going to help you out. And they're going to be they're going to be happy to do it. And and as I said, I learned this over the years. I don't know if it's karma. I don't know if it's religion. I don't know if it's ego. I don't know what it is. But what I learned, I didn't believe this, but what I learned is that people really want to help you if they're in your network. They really do.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And um, especially right now, because we're all in this shared experience, and even though it's impacting us all differently, I think there's a lot of people who are saying, how can I help? So I know as a recruiter, Bob, people are curious um, about... What's going on in the market? What are you seeing? What should I be paying attention to? So, so in, our, in our last minute here, what, what are some of the things that you're seeing from your point of view that would be helpful for our listeners?
2: Well, the first thing I would say is that it's all about mindset. And I know we're in a difficult time now, but I, I look at this even around the holidays. And, and, you know, we've talked about this before. People say, oh, you can't find a job maybe in the summer and the holidays because no one's around and all that. And it drives me crazy. So the first, and I think the main thing is mindset. So yeah, there, there aren't quite as many jobs right now. It's slow, by the way, I think it's slowly starting to pick up. But the key is get yourself in that mindset that you're not looking for 100 jobs. You're looking for one job. And I tell my people in outplacement, you're not looking to bat 300. You're looking to hit one home run. You got to get up to the plate, uh, you, you know, and you have to do that. So mindset is that if you're not going to listen, because all you're going to get is negatives now, get it out of your mind and say, okay, what am I going to do? Well, and I'm going to, I'm going to kick in my networking. I'm going to uh, get on LinkedIn. I'm going to, and I, I believe you would, I believe this may have been, you're going to correct me on this because I won't have it exactly, but uh, it's clarity through action. Did I say yeah. that correctly?
0: Yeah. Clarity comes through action. Exactly. Clarity
2: through action. Yeah. And so you could sit around and cry or you could go out and do things and you could forget about all the negativity and then you go ahead and you utilize LinkedIn. And I think something else we may have spoken about too. Is one of the things you want to do now is use those dormant contacts. Yes. The ones that maybe you didn't talk to in five or 10 years or, or whatever. Go back, say hello. And especially now, I find that people are missing interaction. And so I think maybe you were alluding, you were alluding to that before in that, I think it's almost more welcome now that it's ever been because we're all craving interaction.
0: Exactly, exactly. And um, I, I think that is spot on. I love that you brought up mindset, Bob, because we often talk a lot about the technical aspects of the job search. And without the right mindset, none of those other things will matter. So I'm, I'm so appreciative you joined us on our anniversary show. And certainly I know people will want to learn more about you and your intentional networking course. So how can people reach you, Bob?
2: I always tell people I'm on every social media platform there is because as a recruiter, I thought I have to be able to reach everyone. So whatever favorite social media platform you have, get it to me. Uh, I'd probably spend more time on LinkedIn. So it's just Bob Courtright on LinkedIn. If you want to check out our website, it's Courtrightasos.com. But whatever you're on, Insta, Facebook, I don't care. You, get to, you put my name in there, you'll find me and I'll get back to you.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being a longtime follower and promoter of the show. Obviously, a multiple time caller with such fantastic advice to share with our guests um, and actionable tips and all the fun energy you bring to the show every time you're on,
2: Bob. Well, I appreciate that. And it's, it's a learning experience for me all the time, too. So I appreciate you and what you do.
0: If you're just catching the show, you're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on SiriusXM, Channel 132. And thank you for celebrating with us. This month marks our five year anniversary of bringing professionals and job seekers across the nation weekly job search and career tips from some of the leading experts in their fields. We talk about networking a lot on Dr. Donald careers and our next guest has this nailed and better can teach you to be great at it as well. Beth Hendler-Grunt is the founder and president of Next Great Step whose sole focus is to guide college students and recent grads to help them achieve career success. Beth has helped hundreds of college students and grads launch their career with over 90% landing in the job that they desire at clients like Amazon, Yelp, JP Morgan, and Major League Baseball, to name a few. Next Great Step has been featured in many media outlets, including the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, and CNBC. And we're so excited to have Beth on our anniversary show. And Beth, One of the things that has always impressed me most about you is that you do all of your PR and tech and marketing and that's actually how you ended up on the show in the first place and of course you've been on several times. We get so many pitches for the show that just totally missed the mark from people who are paid professionals but your outreach was so targeted, you knew the audience and were very clear about the value you provide. So, I know these are things you teach your clients about every day. How can young professionals who may be in a job search or maybe starting out in their careers use the skills you model to market themselves effectively?
3: Thank you. Yeah, I do practice what I preach. I had listened to your show for a long time and I'd continually listen. And I felt, first of all, very aligned with what you were saying. So, clearly, we're kindred spirits in, in some capacity but I kept saying to myself, you know, I could be on the show. I just was like, I have a message and I think I should be on it. But as you said, I have never hired a PR person. I do not have anyone who helps me with my marketing materials, but I wrote my own pitch to you. And very similar to how a candidate can apply for a job or looking to connect with someone. I acknowledged that I listened to your show. I referenced how I actually had something specific to say about your most recent show. So it showed that I wasn't scamming you, it was actually truthful. And then I wrote something sincere about how I support college students and grads and how I think this could help your audience in improving you know, learning things about that. Um, and I do that to a lot of people. I've submitted you know, a lot of pitches. Some people don't reply. I was thrilled when you did. And I think the more that we've met over time, I think the more that we realize we have a very similar message. But I think um, it just also shows that you have to take a chance there are going to be some rejections. There could be just no response, but you won't know unless you try. And I think that's one of the biggest things we see right now, even in this market. There's so much fear and overwhelm that if you just you know, target one or two people to say, they have the job that I want. I want to be where they are. And if you reach out sincerely saying, I noticed that you ha- you're doing this kind of work. Like you, I'm really focused on this. I'd love to talk with you for a few minutes to understand more about it. It's as yeah. simple as that. And I find that people are so receptive, especially right now. Yeah, I, I, think I think people are very sympathetic. I totally agree with you, Beth. I think a couple of principles
0: I want to pull out of that are that, you know, we talk about on the show a lot, the job search not is not about you. It's about your audience. And you totally embodied that. We also talk about the fact that you have to have a target, a plan A, and you're going to be much more effective if you target that audience with investing in them first versus, you know, throwing up a bunch of PR pitches. I can't even tell you how many PR pitches I get that just – like I said, completely missed the mark. So so your strategy um, is something that I'm hoping everybody will kind of take away. But it's also worked um, for you in networking and helping others in
3: your network. So you've got a great story about that. Yeah. So another great story is that because of your show, and actually I was doing my homework before I came on the show the first time, and I listened to your guest from the previous week, which was Joe Batista, who is a Penn State legend and great author and speaker but my son I you know coincidentally goes to Penn State and he started talking about you know how he helped young people and I spoke with you about it and you said yeah you and Joe should really connect and then Joe and I did um, he's a, a phenomenal guy and he actually sorry he turned into, uh, Joe is a phenomenal guy, and he turned into an incredible mentor for my son who is studying sports psychology, because Joe coached the hockey team for through many championships. He worked for the NHL, and it just turned into a way where my son, I said, you know, you should really meet with Joe and just learn from him or see if there's any opportunities, and because of the connection with Joe, my son Brandon was able to, you know, work hard for it, but he got an introduction to the head of sports psychology at Penn State. And he ultimately got himself an internship working in the sports psychology department. So, which is the area he wants to go in. So I think it just shows that your reach, one person, one connection can connect you to so many others, or you can help others to make connections. And then they just they just pay it back. You know, Joe and I have, now have a great relationship. I've been on his show. He comes on my LinkedIn Lives. You know, we have this great relationship and that. We, you know, make referrals for each other. So I think that whole process of really, it starts with one person and it really can link you to so many others.
0: Yeah, I, I love that. And, you know, I think a lot of people ask Beth, um, you know, how do I keep in touch with my network? And I think one of the things that's interesting is that you're not going to keep in touch and build a long-term relationship with every single person you meet. But that's why I think being strategic about it and looking for opportunities to both, you know, both give and take and find mutual benefit is so important. And those can just lead to so many interesting things. So so as we kind of wind down, you obviously work with a lot of young professionals and and college students. What's one piece of advice or resource that you can give them right now in the kind of age of COVID where we're seeing the economy not doing as great as it might have been doing last year?
3: Yeah. My one piece of advice, it might be more than one, but my main piece of advice is there are opportunities do not let the headlines and this circumstance convince you to not to, to stop searching. There are absolutely opportunities. I have grads that are getting offered every day. With that being said, there needs to be some flexibility. If you had your sights set on entertainment, hospitality, Um, you know, certain areas that have been hit hard, you might need to pivot. You might need to say, what skills do I have right now that I can move over to the industries that are hiring? Whether it's supply chain, pharma, healthcare, tech, they are hiring and there are absolutely opportunities, but you need to have persistence and you need to have some grit and you might not hear back from everybody. But uh, my final saying that I say to everyone is that people hire people. And you need to reach out and talk to real people who are in the jobs that you want or have the ability to connect you to the jobs, because that's how you will get it. Not by submitting online or hoping that, you know, if you just blast out your resume, you need to forge those relationships, but the opportunities are absolutely out there.
0: Yeah, I think that's good news and definitely great advice, Beth. And um, how can people reach you to, to learn more about your coaching and consulting?
3: Sure. They can reach us at our website, nextgreatstep.com. And if you're a parent wondering if your grad is ready to launch, just click on the quiz and we'll give you some feedback. And we also offer a complimentary consultation to any of your listeners.
0: I love that, I love that. Thank you so much, Beth, for coming back on the show. I know you're consistently publishing articles, doing LinkedIn Live sessions, and sharing timely advice on social media. So I encourage everybody to follow Beth because you will definitely learn a lot, um, whether you're a young professional or college student, or you're, you're looking for your second act, Beth's advice is stellar, and you definitely want to follow her.
3: We really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, you're just tuning in. You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on Sirius XM 132. And if you want to stay up to date, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Dawn Graham, or you can sign up for my monthly newsletter on my website, drdawnoncareers.com, where you'll also find lots of other helpful resources for your job search and career. Right now, we have to go to a break, but do stay tuned because we have lots more great job search and career advice coming right up. You're listening to Sirius XM 132.
1: You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers,
2: on Business Radio. Hey!
0: You're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on SiriusXM, channel 132. And guess what we were doing on the show five years ago this month? Well, we are right here kicking off our very first show, which back then was called Career Talk. Aired on Mondays and was on a different channel. (laughs) Times have changed, but one thing hasn't. We're here every week with new content every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, to help you stay current with the market, navigate the job search, and build your best career and life yet. If you want to stay updated, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Dawn Graham, or subscribe to my newsletter on my website, on careers.com. And speaking about building your best career and life yet, that's exactly what our next expert has been building for the last two years. Carrie Spaulding, aka the 30-something coach, helps people create Relationships, careers, and lives they want. A former teacher and talented improv performer, Carrie is accredited by the International Coaching Federation and is an expert coach and facilitator. For the last few years, she's been traveling around the US as a nomad, and we're so excited to welcome Carrie here today because I've always been so impressed, Carrie, that you've picked up and took off into the unknown because it's such a big risk and many people are facing that type of crossroad today in their career right now with all of this disruption going on. So the first question I wanna ask you is what insights has your nomadic adventure given you in how people act courageously in the unknown? Yeah, well, it's true. My life has
5: been a continual crossroads on a on a literal level for the time, the last you know, two and a half years. And it's really been a powerful lesson and reinforcement for me in the power of decision and the power of developing and trusting your intuition. We build so much confidence when we make decisions and when we bring that decision level energy to everything that we're doing. So you know, if you're changing your career, moving from, oh, it would be nice if I made a career change or I'd really like it if something worked out to game on. I'm doing this. I don't know what the whole path looks like. I don't know what each step of the journey is going to be, but I I have this vision for myself and I trust myself to make it happen and to meet the opportunities where they come and turn them into something that really is is great for me. And this journey, my nomadic lifestyle has really helped me to to just level up in those areas and roll with the punches. And what better moment than now to have that <laughs> that experience in my body and, and in my um in my skill set. And you know, walking the talk like that and taking this adventure where I was continually stepping into the unknown really Helps me serve my clients even better um, because I'm taking risks. I'm growing constantly. And when we do those things as helping professionals, we're that much more able to generate more, um, more ideas, more instincts, more, more power for our clients.
0: Yeah, I love that about you, Carrie. It's always been so inspirational that um, you know. Even now that we're all being disrupted one way or another, like you, you constantly seek that out so that you can grow and develop, which is so helpful to your clients. And I know that you're doing coaching right now, so I'm curious what changes you're noticing with your current clients.
5: Yeah, so I'm. I've been hearing from a lot of new coaching clients, people who have known for some time now that changes are needed either in their careers or their relationships or some aspects of life. And yet they've kind of kicked the can down the road. And this is actually kind of a magical moment in that people are really sitting with themselves, spending a lot of time with themselves. All of the typical ways of distracting ourselves or numbing ourselves or just um, having too much going on that that we really pay attention to ourselves have shifted and even the illusion of security has been really ripped out and so people are recognizing some of the the stories that i told myself some of the norms that i held true in my life are are no longer no longer there and and what's great about this as much as it's unsettling is that people are finally listening to themselves and addressing things that they may have been pushing under the rug for a long time. And this is a good thing. So my clients, just like always, are are using this time to create the changes that they want in their careers and their relationships and other aspects of life. Um, And they're doing it in a different context. One of the things that I'm noticing almost everyone dealing with is balancing the fundamental um, Self care, and and I'm talking about, um, I'm not talking about you know massages. <laughs> I'm talking about how do I help my head and my heart who are, you know, going through really a, a traumatic change globally. How do I care for myself and keep myself really grounded, and continue to do my job or to to do my career search? How do I find a division between? work and home when they are one and the same, when I'm always in this place? Um, how do I, how do I make my way forward into an unknown? And what's interesting is that my clients are always heading into the unknown in the sense that they're, they're developing the courage and the strategy to make a change Um, but before that's been in a framework of feeling like we kind of know what the world's going to look like on a more general level and that's gone too. So that's, that's something that a lot of people are grappling with. How long am I making this adaptation of my plans for, and how can I be most effective to do that given the way life looks like right now and and how we don't know the way that it's going to change.
0: I think career planning, Carrie, is so difficult to do when things are really ambiguous like they are now. So in our last minute, what is some of your best career advice for people who are are, are currently in this moment, um, you know, struggling with that next step?
5: Yeah, so I've, I've got <laughs> quick and dirty here. The first thing is prioritize your mental health. So that is so important. Everything you do In your career, in your career change relies on you being in good shape. So this includes cultivating an environment that's going to really support you making structure in your day, making sure your relationship with yourself is in really good shape that you are using your brain to support you and not knock you down. Um, Getting a support system in place work with a coach or therapist if you don't already have one. Um, and also try to get some novelty in your life because we actually are inspired by novelty and we can, when we stagnate, we are less creative. Uh, The next thing would be check your assumptions and stories. The truth is that our brains are really good at coming up with stories of why we will fail under normal circumstances. And when you add a pandemic, you might be telling yourself stories like it's going to be much harder to get a job. Everyone's cutting back. I can't network. Ask yourself, do those beliefs really serve me? And if they don't, find something else equally true to believe on purpose. I have a great recommendation for you. How about this one? There are people who are going to thrive in this time. There are people who are getting jobs. There are people who are succeeding. And that's just a fact. So it's just, it's not a a helpful story that you can't succeed right now. Um, the next one is to build and nurture your network. This is a great time for networking. If you are looking, write a clear, tight email, letting your friends and family know you're looking, how they can help. There's a million things we could talk about with networking, but we don't have time. Um, develop your skills and credentials would be the fourth thing. You know, Take a class, uh, get a certificate, do these things that, um, that are going to serve you no matter what the future looks like. And then the the last thing, Dawn, would be to take action now. Start. Change happens with action. It is so easy to feel like, you know, I hear it all the time. What is time? There is no time anymore, right? We're just in this amorphous blob. Um, And the more that you can start to define your time with, with meaningful action, you are going to generate momentum forward.
0: I love that. What a great way to wrap up, Carrie. It's been so wonderful to reconnect with you, even just over the internet. And I hope you will keep me posted next time you pass through Philadelphia. So you can meet up for a socially distanced meal or beverage. Where can people follow
5: oh, I you? I
4: love that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would just love that. <laughs> um,
5: so you can find me at C A R R I E S P A U L D I N G. C-A-R-R-I-E-S-P-A-U-L-D-I-N-G.com. Um, and my email is kerry.spaulding at gmail.com. You can find me on all of the everywheres at at spalding, or just google the 30-something coach and you will find me there.
0: You're listening to SiriusXM channel 132 and this is Dr. Dawn on careers. It is our five-year anniversary show and we're with several experts who've been on the show regularly sharing their advice on the job market, taking your calls, and helping you manage your career. If you're just tuning in and missed the first half, you can find Dr. Dawn on Careers On Demand on the SiriusXM app, Or listen to the over 200 past episodes on iTunes and Google Play by subscribing to Dr. Dawn on Careers. So our next guest has helped over 10,000 people get hired, and she goes by the name Absolutely Abby because she tells the truth about the job search process, which we fully endorse here on Dr. Dawn on Careers, and of course why she's a favorite guest. CNBC published an article naming Abby Kohut a top career coach and recruiter, and she is on the top 100 influential people online list, according to Fast Company Magazine. In 2012, she took to an RV to travel around the nation with the goal of helping 1 million people with their careers, and her adventures were covered by several media outlets, including NBC, CBS, Bloomberg Radio, and Monster.com. We're excited to have her on the show today because, as always, she's involved in so many interesting things. So, Abby, welcome. us a brief update on what you're doing now.
1: Thank you, Dawn. Well, I'm really excited to be back, and I miss you guys being in the studio, but this is great, too. So what have I been doing? I have been helping job seekers from afar at this point. So I've been going around the country via Zoom. I even went to London, Dawn on a Zoom call. So absolutely, Abby went international. That was very exciting. And I've been teaching job seekers how to find jobs during COVID. And I've been hosting my career wake up calls again. And that's been a lot of fun. At the same time, I was a recruiter up until COVID started. And that position ended. So I decided to change careers a little bit. And I have been involved with. Selling PPE. And that has been a major change of career, but that's been a lot of fun. So I'm doing that. And I also started my own talk show interviewing Shark Tank contestants called Persistent Preneurs. Lots going on in the Absolutely
0: Abby world yeah which is always the case and which is what i love about you abby is that you know nothing slows you down you look at everything that's going on in the world as an opportunity and i love this portfolio career that you've put together because it it taps into a number of your strengths but the the ppe taps into a strength that was in a job you were in a long time ago and i love that because that's something we we talk to switchers about is that you know maybe you haven't done this recently, but you have it from a past job. So I think that's such a great example to share with our listeners.
1: Yeah. And what's funny about it is the way it happened is I helped the company recruit salespeople for one week. And then after three days, I told them that I wanted to hire myself. So that's how it happened. It wasn't just that I found something on the web. I knew the company and they seemed like a reputable company and it was a great opportunity. Plus you get to help people and save lives while you're doing it.
0: I love it. And I think that's something that is such a great takeaway is that you know often we overlook some of the best opportunities right in front of us because we're maybe not looking at the organization in a certain way or we're not looking at it from a different perspective but that's one of the things i think we all need to do right now is find those silver linings and maybe reevaluate what our plans for 2020 were and say well what new opportunities have come about so it sounds like you're you're doing a lot in the job search space as well so so can you tell us what you're seeing out
1: there in the um you know job market abby sure well the biggest thing i'm seeing cuz i am doing just a teeny tiny bit of recruiting i'm seeing a lot of applications which means that when i place an ad i'm getting not 200 not 500 but 1000 resumes now and in order to differentiate yourself You have to do something different. And so one thing you can do is go around the HR department, which I am in HR, so that I'm saying go around me, get to the hiring manager. But another thing you can do, which is a little easier, is to actually write a cover letter. I think a cover letter, Dawn, has been important from the beginning of time. And I think that most people don't include a cover letter because most applications don't ask for a cover letter. So you assume that they don't want one. And I would absolutely include one by attaching it to your resume, making it the third or the fourth page of your resume and putting on the top of your resume, cover letter and resume so they know it's there. I totally agree with you, Abby. I think it
0: shows that you're invested in the company. It shows that you've taken the extra time to to go the extra mile. And you know, once somebody reads your resume and decides that they want you, they wanna know a little bit more about you and why you want the job. And as a recruiter, you know that. So I think now that you're telling us you're seeing an exponential increase in applications, people need to find a way to stand out. So what is your best career job search advice for the current times? How can people stand out besides the cover letter?
1: Well, I really think it's important to network with people in your network and people that are not in your network. And it's about just doing things differently. There was one person that created a video and she put it on LinkedIn and it talks about the reasons why someone should wanna hire her. And I think anything like that, anything that's different is what you should be doing. Everything, like I remember a long time ago, I used to talk to people about faxing their resume because nobody was faxing anymore. And I think now it's more about video. It's Anything you can do that has anything to do with video will probably be very well received by a company. And we are doing a
0: lot more video interviewing now, so it also gives them the opportunity to see how you might interact with their customers or their clients. Um, or, you know, in the organization. So I love that idea. Is there a resource that you'd recommend to people right now, or one
1: of your favorite resources that that you dr- drive people to? Sure. Well, I people hate writing cover letters, and so do I. And given that I'm a job seeker too, I wrote a really great cover letter, and it's been getting a lot of hits for me, and actually got me several jobs in the past. So I'd love to offer it to all of your listeners. And the easy way to get it, the easiest way is to send an email to letter at absolutelyabby.com. So letter as in cover letter, letter at absolutelyabby.com. That's an email, not a website. And if you do that, it just automatically bounces back to you. It's an auto reply. And then everybody
0: will have it. Yeah. So now you don't have an excuse not to have a cover letter because you already have this. No. put together that they can just tailor to the company, which is one of the reasons why I encourage people, if you're not already following Abby, I highly suggest it, especially if you're in a job search. So Abby, where
1: can people find you or follow you? So I have another website. So I have absolutelyabby.com, but if, if people go to meetabby.com, I have a free teleseminar that you can listen to about how to interview there. So it's meetabby.com, M-E-E-T-A-B-B-Y.com. And that's how you will find so then you'll end up on my mailing list, and then I'll invite you to all of my career wake-up calls, which have been free since the very beginning. And also I am recruiting salespeople, by the way. So if you happen to be in sales and listening to this and live anywhere in the country or maybe even around the world, send me your resume. And send it to letter at absolutelyabby.com and I will probably give you a call.
0: Awesome. That is fantastic. Thank you so much, Abby, for coming on the show today. Thank you for your energy and your direct advice. And of course, everything you're also doing to help people stay safe during COVID. We really appreciate that.
1: Thank you for having me, Dawn. I can't wait to see you again in the studio. Same here. If you're just
0: catching the show, we're at the tail end of our anniversary special celebrating five years of being live every week, bringing you the latest career advice, tips, and news. And not one day of that, not one episode would be possible without my final guest today. Before we get there, though, there are a few others I'd like to recognize at SiriusXM and Wharton. Patty Hall, Heather Meyer, Don Custer, and especially Karina Myers, who's helped with all of the podcasting, clips, photos, and social media. There are so many who contribute in different ways to bring Dr. Don on Careers to Life each week. So a big shout out for your ongoing support. And now to our final three guests, who you know and love. Our engineer and resident pre-break quiz expert, Dion Simpkins, has been with the show since the start, making sure the broadcasts are of the highest quality, is creating fun sound effects, and kindly humoring me and my crazy ideas. Michelle Stucker, our producer of the show for the first four years, resident singer who actually made the twelve steps of job search sound decent with her fabulous voice, and of course fellow brainstormer who helped to develop many of the ideas and provide me ongoing feedback. And Dana Cash, who seamlessly stepped into the producer role of Dr. Don on Careers last fall and has equally seamlessly coordinated the transition to our temporary format while we're out of the studio due to the pandemic to ensure we continue to bring the latest career updates and job search advice to listeners. So in honor of you all being here, I thought it may be fun to do a quick pre-break quiz or two. we're out of the studio. We've not been able to talk about any useless facts or Halloween trivia. So my first question is a really easy one. You guys can tag team. Um, Dana, Dion, and Michelle, what are the four major changes to the show since we started five years ago?
4: Oof, well,
0: one's definitely the day. Yes, used to be on Mondays at one yes. o'clock. Okay, what else? Oh, the name of the show. The name of the show, from Career Talk to Dr. That's Obama. a big
1: one, and recent. Yep.
5: And Dana coming in.
0: Dana, Dana, you yourself are a pre-break quiz answer. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been a pre-break quiz answer.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's an easy one. work, work on that. <laughs> uh, one okay, more, last one.
0: The, the channel, last, the channel. Yes, yes. Yeah, so okay, so that was that was a little bit easy um, and a kind of a teaser. So here's my real question. Apple loves when movie directors include their iPhones prominently in films as characters text, make calls, take videos, or use GPS. However, there's one scenario where Apple forbids the use or display of its phones in movies. What is that scenario?
3: Hmm. Um commercial <laughs> Oh in movies. In movies
0: uh, one place they forbid the use of of their iPhones.
4: I'm of gonna the- say when the bad guy is calling another
5: bad guy to do something bad.
0: Ooh. Man, you are not even missing a beat. You're not even out of practice. It is not true. Sure. It's if the criminal or killer is using the phone. So the interesting, interesting part about this is that if you're watching a future mystery or horror show, this can actually give away the killer very early in <gasps> the show, if you wow. pay attention. So, yeah. I'm so I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh crazy, crazy yep we're never we're never short on interesting things to talk about, and of course we couldn't close out without the Song that is not even a one hit wonder, but our holiday career song that was produced by Dean, written by me, and with Michelle and Lee vocals, thank goodness, even though Deanne and I did our best to contribute. So here's a clip of the 12 steps of job search as we wind down the show. And one last thank you to everyone. We'll see you next time. The 12 step of job search that earned success
1: for me, paying it forward, sending thank you notes, negotiating perks. You gotta do
4: that. Asking
1: strong questions, to LinkedIn invite
0: stellar references, daily keep clarity through action, invest
4: in the first, just read the book Switchers, and be confident in all you can be.
0: serious XM. 132. Uh, okay, what does everybody
1: think about singing through it one more time? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>